Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another No Label Convo. Here with my boy now. Yo. Special shout outs to everybody that's been subscribing on YouTube. Subscribers is going up. Yeah. Um, sharing on Instagram, liking. Shouts out to our last interview we just dropped with Creative Connect. Yeah, we've been getting a lot of positive feedback, so we definitely appreciate y'all for, you know what I mean, tuning in. Keep sharing, keep liking. Yeah, keep sharing, man. Yeah. Share, share, we share. We got some things in store coming, you know what I mean? So just be ready for it, be on the lookout. Uh, shout out to our sponsors, Guap Coin. Guap Coin. You know what I mean? Cryptocurrency for the culture. You ain't got it now, get to it. Because, man, it's, it's changing the game. Just learn sooner sooner than later. Don't be late, last on the boat. So uh, we sitting here with a with a dope guest at an unknown location, and <laughs> my man, he he he's has a very very detailed like experience when it comes to our Buffalo scene and our rap scene. And I really want to be able to pick his brain and just I know he got some gems in there for all of us. He is uh, one half of we stole the show. My man, Grand Fee was good, bro. Man, I'm chilling, man. What's up? I'm good. Yo, thanks for, you know what I mean, having yeah. me and shit. You know, yeah, no doubt. You know, appreciate it, appreciate Sharing it. Sharing the space with us. Yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah, it's beautiful in here, man. I always enjoy when I'm be able to just sit back and just like soak all this in. I was just, we was just in here last week for the, uh, was it last week? Last weekend? It was like mm-hmm. two weekends ago for yeah. the, uh, that little kickback? Yeah. Two yeah. weekends ago, yeah. Hell yeah, that shit. And it's even more shit in here than it was then. <laughs> Hell yeah. Constantly creating. Facts, facts. So, let's start. Well, you from Buffalo, right? Uh, not originally. Oh, where? where, where originally, we I was born in uh, Alabama. Okay. What then, part? Uh, Birmingham. I got my family in Birmingham. Yeah, I was born down there, and then I guess when I was like about two or three or something. Speak up shit. a little bit. Oh my bad. I guess when I was like about two or three, you know what I'm saying? He came up here. Or whatever, but yeah, I'm from down there and shit. Bet, my, bet. my pops from down there. That's right. Yeah, my my mom's is from Tennessee and shit. So yeah, I'm not originally from the <laughs> low, but I was like raised in the low. Yeah, yeah, it's in your blood still. And then um, when I was in high school, I got expelled, and um, I ended up having to go to high school down south and shit. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So. Word. I did high school down in Alabama too. So, so was was you went to? What school was you going to here? In Alabama, uh, in Birmingham, uh, minor. It was yeah. called minor high. You said you well, you were going to high school here. And you got oh, in Bennett. Yeah, Bennett. Bennett, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It got suspended in Bennett. What'd you do? You was fighting? Nah, man, some goofy shit, man. Was, <laughs> goofy. It was just, it's just, I guess God's plan. How it. It's like, yo, you don't need to be in high school down up here. Nah, that's valid. He got me out of there somehow, so. Facts. Yeah. Shit. Was was music and art always a part of your journey since since back then? Or, like? Yeah, I was always fucking with shit. Like, Mm. I was always, even, even, like, from being in high school that one year, I was fucking with music heavy and all that shit. And then from getting expelled and then going to Alabama in high school, I was heavy in the music because that's all I really had moving Word. like that. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't like a super athlete and no shit like that. So I was on some hip hop shit. Word. So yeah, it, I was doing shit even back then in high what, school. What was the, well, I was, I'm kind of on that. Well, what's, what, when did you go, like you went to high school in Alabama, when did you ended up coming back to Buffalo? Mm, after I graduated, <laughs> but like you, like you want a year or some shit. Like I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to era. Yeah, I'm trying to see what era of hip hop was, what was being birthed at that oh, time. When you, I was when I okay. So everybody's formative years is in high school. That's the shit you cling on to. Mm-hmm. So when I was around, I don't really want to throw it out there, but when I was around, the woo. Nas, Outkast, mm-hmm. that was all there. It was the 93, 94 era, you know okay. what I'm saying? It was shit. Fact. That's when I was around kicking the it. Era, you know what I mean? So yeah. I really seen it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Actually, when I was down south going to high school, I went to Freaknik one year. Oh, where? You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> you know, Legendary. You know I, Atlanta right there. Uh-huh. So we, like, I went over there one year <laughs> like, to go That's see what movie. was going on. Oh, it was real. Oh, my. Yeah, for the cameras and it, all yeah, if I say it, never be like that again, cause just cause cameras alone. So you know, I got to see some shit. <laughs> but um, yeah, I was around for all that. You know, what I mean, I seen 
was around for that. And then um, came back up here after graduating, a little after that. And yeah, the 90s in, in Buffalo and shit, you know what yeah. I mean? So shit, did you did you ever get like, and I know the 90s was was wild, like did you ever get tied up in any of the street, street shit or did it? Yeah, because when you don't have a father around, you know what I mean, for a little bit of time, you, you confuse on what is you supposed to do, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? It's nobody telling you just be yourself. No, you know what I'm saying? Right. So yeah, you know, when you when you grow up around them areas and shit like that, that's kinda what happened when you don't got that that guidance and shit. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it, it it got a little goofy for a for mm -hmm. for a minute, you know what I'm saying? And just You said, yeah, you made it here. You yeah, know I mean? so you know what, what I'm saying? That's what come. So yeah, it did get goofy for a minute, you know what I'm saying? Facts. So how did you uh, end up meeting Reese, who we, we know as uh, Source Academy kid? Right, right. Uh, crazy. Shouts out to Reese, man. Yeah, that's my that's my little brother right there, man. That's my guy right there. Right. Uh, so we was at this uh, indie label. Leave, they'll re remain nameless for the for the time. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It was popping around. It was just some underground shit, though. Was, mm. You know what I mean? But. They was getting out of town at the time. At the time, niggas wasn't getting out of town. Mm -hmm. So, you know, getting out of town is it's a, a big deal, you know what I'm saying? So I was like, fuck it, you know what I mean? He with the, the backpack, white, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. White boy type shit, but I'm like, it's getting out of town, though. So it's like. Was, it, was, you, was you rapping at the time? Or yeah, but I was, when I first got down, they, it was like, it was super indie. So I, I, I worked the fucking, um, the radio. Okay. Like I, I was hitting up DJs and like building relationships and calling motherfuckers about other people records that was already on the, on the little label or whatever. Mm -hmm. So that was cool for me to just see how things worked on my side, right? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Before I put put some work in on the other side, so I saw that, and then by the time it was time to do something, Reese was popping in college. Like he was the, the for Kanye West, he was the, the college. <laughs> I ain't know of, I ain't really wasn't, you know, I was from the East Side Waffle. I really wasn't exposed to like a college rapper type of thing. Yeah. And I was like, yo, this is the first nigga I ever known that was like killing it in college and got a college fan base. We done rock, mm -hmm. uh, you know, frat shows and all that kind of shit. Yeah. I ain't been exposed to that kind of shit before right. him, you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, in my eye, you the college rapper, my nigga. Like, <laughs> still rapping like the same style, you would say, as like the who him, who Reese, no, no, me, yeah, Reese. Reese was. Um, but he just had a different image than what the normal rappers was. Nah, he was he was, he was killing it back movie. then though. He he he, you know, everybody kind of got like that influence. Mm -hmm. Who they really influenced by? Like, I got the the. I'm influenced by like a red man kind of. I'd be trying to keep it funny, Sean Price. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? When I when I was rapping and shit, more consistent. Reese, when he came out the gate, he was on some big L shit. Like just mm -hmm. the way, the timing. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because you know rapping is timing and shit. So, you know the pockets he would pop in and the, and the, you know man shit. He ran. He listened to that motherfucking uh, lifestyles of the poor and dangerous <laughs> to that bitch broke. Come on. In the Subaru. So yeah, he was the when we first hooked up. He was heavy big L influence. Punchlines, slick though. Word. Word. Real slick. Real slick with it. Like you know what I'm saying. He he never been like a slouch on the mic. Never. Like that's what I. That's what made me fuck with because you know a younger cat. You know what I mean? But you like, yo, you sue, you doper than me, nigga. Like, yeah, you know I mean, so it's like, word. He always been slick with it though. Facts. Cause I remember, I used to remember seeing y'all, y'all perform at uh, Milky's. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's what I want to say. That's when I first like got introduced to y'all. Uh, yeah, that's the that's the that's the third third fourth chapter of the fucking, <laughs> fucking book. Yeah, where, yeah. Pop back up because we hooked up and then. Um, the label thing went went south and shit, and then um, we moved to New York. Mm -hmm. And um, same time he moved to New York, my my little brother, my real my physical brother, passed away, and that was just like yo, I'm out of here. Right. So I went to New York with that nigga, and we got it popping in in uh, Bushwick. Okay, this was like oh seven oh eight, and then. 
eight years, a couple years later in 015, mm -hmm. 16, yeah. we popped back up up here. We moved back up here and okay. shit. You know what I mean? And that's when we bumped into you, you know what I'm saying? Facts. So that's. Yeah, cause, yeah I, I was like, we, we in, in our culture, we don't always be able to get to hear the stories from the older generation. Yeah. With social media, it can like, the older generation don't, heavily interact with it yeah, and it's like yeah. yeah and it's like we get these 30 second 60 second clips of oh this was what it's like we get we get to experience it through a small ass four by three yeah. screen i like, still <laughs> feel like i didn't even give you the real you know what i mean it's mad things that happen in between that yeah. you like, know you what could, i'm saying you could touch on you could touch on all of that because i really want to get a history of like well let me think like okay so when I moved back to Buffalo, um, and this was like 97, 98 or something like yeah. that from Alabama. Yeah. What was the scene like here? Uh, I had just got out of like a probation situation from getting uh, in some goofy shit in college and shit. Mm. So uh, the upstate thing was popping when I got back up here. And um, one of the cats that was in upstate lived around my way. He lived around the corner, uh, Gutter the Rebel. Mm. So we, I used to go over to his crib and we used to watch Kung Fu flicks, write rhymes and shit. Mm -hmm. But the, that was what was popping when I came home. And um, <laughs> DJ Shea was like across the street from me. You know what I'm saying? So, and his grandmother and my grandmother were super tight. And um, I just went over there one day. Like I just heard the beats and I was just like, I ain't really know him when we was little because he's older than me. Yeah. But being that I'm back in the neighborhood and shit, and you know what I mean? I'm like hearing this shit. I went over there, dude. I'm like, dude, he's like, yo. Duh, 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 duh. And it's like, you know, he remembered when we was kids or whatever. But like, yeah, from that time, that's that early unsigned city era mm -hmm. that I was around for. You know what I'm saying? And that, yeah, yo, <laughs> the dude, the dude, he, to me, He's one of the legends of the of the Buffalo that really ain't get his do uh, rock bottom. Rock bottom. Yeah, that's the guy that kind of was like Shay Benny at the time mm -hmm. at, for that era. You know what I'm saying? He Word. was going, Go and he was really he was really that dude for that time. You know what I'm saying? Fact. And um, yeah, I was around for that shit. That shit was dope. That's it was right. dope to see. It was dope to see. You know what I mean? Cause so what happened with rock bottom? Uh, he ended up getting sick, man. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm not. I can't remember exactly what the illness was, but it it took him took him down. Mm -hmm. Like he's still alive, but he not. You know what I mean? Physically, you know what I mean? And it, it's sad. I seen him since he been like that. It fucked me up. You know what I mean? Yeah, that shit always tough. Um, cause this is a guy that gave me gave me the sh a shot. You know what I'm saying? He like put me on his song on Sign City and shit. So it was like, yo, that was dope. I wasn't even like all that confident back then, but like, like <laughs> it's like a look, you know, when somebody just give you a look, mm -hmm. you know, just fuck with you. So yeah, I, I always fucked with Shay and and, and and that whole shit right there, you know what I'm saying? That whole that that's what was popping when I first came home. Right. Shit, that upstate shit, they, the hood picnics, you know what I mean? At the park, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It was it was they was doing shit back then, like it was thorough, you know what I mean? Outside of rock bottom, are there any other like people who was coming up in Buffalo, like really like killing the rap scene, like before? Because me, I'm well, we were born in ninety. I'm born in ninety three. He born in ninety five. So it's like when we first started hearing about the rap scene, like first rappers I knew in the city was like uh, like Skis, uh, fucking game like games people like that like those yeah. three, those are my introduction yeah, to rappers like yeah so right. like outside of like rock bottom who were some of those other artists that like laid the groundwork like, wow that's a lot of that's a lot of people that's i mean just I, we we needed like we really no it's needed, cool it's cool it's cool it's cool it's cool because because i met i met games and all of them when i moved back and i was like these is the new niggas because yeah. this is the thorough you know what i'm saying so shit, that that was i was around that upstate camp a lot you know what I mean? So I would really say, like, really, honestly, that whole upstate movement was a thing because mm -hmm. the thing that was dope about them is they was from all the hoods. And if you know mm -hmm. anything about Buffalo, it always be friction. Facts. You know what I mean? Always been friction amongst the different little hood factions or whatever and shit, right? 
they that was their goal. This guy's from here, this guy's from here, this guy's from here, these guys from over here. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and we all that shit apart. Throwing a bar. I was like, yo, that's hard. Yeah. yeah. That's hard. You know what I'm saying? So I could really say that whole collective okay. was doing shit shit back in the day. Um, who else, man? It was a lot of shit moving back in the day. Um, that whole baby steps movement was was a lot of dope shit, but there was more you know Buffalo's like mad racist, man. Facts. You know what I'm Without saying? So <laughs> so what was going on, like the hood shit wasn't able to get the platform. Exactly. yeah, exactly. Back in the day, back in the in the baby step era. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? The guy who was running it was a white guy with dreads who he he would critique and pick who he want, you know what I mean? As opposed to just the culture, everybody getting, they just, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Me, cause I never really saw a lot of the upstate dudes on, cause that was the overlapping time, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So it was just like, but, but you know, that aside, the Baby Steps era was cool. Cause it was like, you had guys like Asian O, Third Son, uh, who else? It was more, but it was more the backpack shit. But this okay. was like, they had the night. They had a, a monthly night that you could go to and get your hip hop on, mm-hmm. which is fucked up now that you don't, y'all don't have that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But the problem with that was one guy was trying to dictate everything and gatekeep Gate, who yeah. could be hip hop and who couldn't. You know what I'm saying? Meanwhile, it was so many dope dudes off the east side of Buffalo that would never get that platform back in the day because this dude, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. that's what was going on back in the day, you know what I mean? Um, who else? It was a lot of, it's a lot of dope dudes, man, from back in the day, man. I think we kind of, with NAMI Labs, I think they bring us something like that back. Yeah, it, one thing, one thing. I, space where we could all come together. Yeah, creative. That's, that's good. That's good. I mean, really, it's like a sad thing that it been a gap because a lot of the guys from my era don't be around that and that's mm-hmm. what I, I know to do that mm-hmm. from hip just hip hop just to be around the younger motherfuckers because that's mm-hmm. it who you know what I'm saying if you in this shit what you gonna yeah. you know what I mean it don't make sense so yeah that's that's one thing I want to do with us too is like I want to get the younger people around because it's like I always wanted to be like mentored to younger dudes who fresh out of high school you have no idea what you want to do a lot of that time people go to the streets and it's like nah bro there's an avenue to do shit like this. There's man, I'm from I'm from the east side of Buffalo, man. This music shit has taken me on tour over three times. I done been to Europe. Just not even like this what it did for me. It's not mm-hmm. even a brag. It's what it did for me. So you know, everybody needs some shit to do. You know what no, I'm saying? Facts. Some shit to, to you know what I mean get put that energy towards, you know what I'm saying? Get, so. out, get out the city, change your perspective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Music was doing that for me. To your yeah. and shit. They can learn from it. Yeah, music was doing that for me, you know what I'm saying? Like, in a real way. So, I got to, like, yeah, you know? Yeah, that's that's that's, that's real. What, what's, some, what's some things that, that you took back from being able to see these different cities? Like, did you feel like it gave you, like, a little edge in some way or... I mean, back then, okay, so we toured a, couple, a few years in 07 and 08. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> we did, like, basically, like, cross-country joints. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, you got to see, you know, little venues of, of you know, like the same little shit you see in, in your town, mm-hmm. that version of it. That shit was cool, but, you know, that underground shit didn't really make the money. You know what I'm saying? You doing door deals, you doing break evens, you doing, you know, you mm-hmm. got your merch, you know, same shit. It just was the underground shit was just still college radio and mm. and shit like that. It and the internet was just it was just MySpace. It really wasn't oh, yeah, yeah. it okay. wasn't there yet, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um but recently when I came home, uh I had set up a tour just in California. Okay. And we did that. In like I think 2016 or some shit, so right. that was fun. You know what I mean? We did like the bottom half of Cali, Oakland, the Bay, all that shit. Then we went up top, Richmond, um, Beverly Hills, all that shit up there. We did the top part of it, mm-hmm. um, LA and shit. Um, so that that was cool just to see that shit. You know what I mean? Again and soak it all in and shit. Um, 
California different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I California know. different. I, I I haven't been there either, but like my my experience, I went to uh, Cape Town, South Africa. See, I never been there. I want to go there. It yo, it was weird because it gave me a West Coast vibe, like on the water, surf culture. Right. People mad chill. Everybody want to smoke. Like it, it was. It, they got smoke out there. It ain't. It ain't it ain't hitting. It ain't hitting. Hit. <laughs> yo, that be yo. I ain't gonna front. I always go do like a a question and answer during everywhere I go. Cause when we went to Europe, we had to find the smoke. I'm like everywhere I go, we got to find the smoke. I heard it's bro. hard out there. We we was plugged in. Mm-hmm. We was just plugged in where we was at. We was plugged in with the right mm-hmm. people, like the cameraman. All that shit was like. That's for yeah. They was already plugged in with the hip hop. Yo, when I pulled up, cause we went to Estonia. This mm-hmm. shit is like right under Russia. This shit is. This shit is nuts. Mm. It's just, you know, they just had, like, I guess, what's that shit? That whole war in, like, just the 80s. So a lot mm-hmm. of that whole, they got a lot of, like, what do you call it? Army equipment that's still laying around a city from the war that happened in the 80s and shit. So mm-hmm. a lot of the people was still kind of, that something happened over there. You know, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, they still traumatized. Right, 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 yeah. right. So that's why they, they fuck with the hip-hop, it seemed like, because they got a struggle and shit. Yeah, they understand. You know what I'm saying? Because when we first state, pulled yeah. up, they had asked us, the DJ that fuck with us asked us, did we know about Conway? He's like, y'all from Buffalo, right? He's like, yeah. He's like, you know about the machine? <laughs> the machine? I was like, yeah, bro, that's what's up. Bro. All the way out here and shit. Mm-hmm. That's how it. But he, you know, he the DJ, so you yeah. know what I mean? yeah. How, how do you uh how do you what's your take on like you was traveling a bunch of different places what, why do you think that there's like such a like a negative connotation like on checking in and when you're going to these other places and stuff like that oh I don't, I don't know I never even thought about that shit like that I mean I ain't gonna say I'm a broke rapper but <laughs> we hmm. we so low-key and shit we do we ain't really we more like family Mm. You know what I'm saying? I never thought of that shit though. Checking in and shit like that. I, I know that shit is important when you move in a certain way, but we move like family members. We don't really move on no gangster oh, no, rap yeah, shit. Yeah. Like you know, that's the funny thing about me and rap. Like I, I, I like rap, but I don't like keeping up a persona. Mm. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's what got me into the production a little bit more, you know what I mean? That shit is you know, and Reese don't either. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. To be honest, we just regular niggas. You know what I'm saying? That's that do what we do. Yeah, and that that's why I like y'all. <laughs> that's I, why I, I appreciate it. It's y'all. dope, but I feel like it's a curse because we yeah. so authentically re- real that we don't give off like we give off some star quality, but we don't give off the assholeness that mm-hmm. you need to be yeah. to be to gain a attention. superstar yeah. and gain attention. Thank you very much. Um, and I don't play them games with people. Cause I lived in New York and I know what that's like. And I worked at Fader Magazine mm. as a receptionist, and I met famous people. And you don't have to be like that. Mm-hmm. They and what people don't understand, like they appreciate when they can be normal. I met I met like, Rihanna. Right. I met uh, who else did I meet? I met uh, what was Future huh? Sierra? I met Sierra. Mm-hmm. I met Saul Williams. You know what I'm saying? Mad people just working there. You know what I'm saying? But like, yeah, you know. That's the game people want to play. That's fine, but yeah, we just ain't got the energy for all that shit, man. You know what I'm saying? Life is real. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it, it, it's it's too real to be living in the light show. Like, yeah, that's yeah. So yeah. when did you realize you didn't want to like be one of those type of rappers or put on those personas? Just man, attention? I started yeah. no. Oh my bad. I started noticing things when I was rapping in the hood. You know what I mean? When I started getting good at it, because you know, you know the thousand hour shit and all that mm-hmm. shit. Like, I had seen my man uh, get killed and shit back in the day when I was young. And, you know, we was, you know, goofy shit. You know what I'm saying? So that fucked me up. So I fell back, kind of went crazy for a minute and just got into the rhymes heavy. Mm -hmm. And I had, before I knew it, I had got them thousand hours in. And then I was out, you know, doing show, writing, you know, writing my plan down, doing, I was moving. But I knew this. The, the people that I lived around, the hood, my friends in the neighborhood, they wasn't fucking with me. They wasn't supporting me. Mm. So I was like, damn, that's that's a lesson. That was a strong reality for a lot of artists in Buffalo. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then you'll go to the show and it'll be, it's, so it's not a hood thing, it's just the people that know you. 
You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The, the way I figured it. Because, mm-hmm. you know, you go to the show and there's other niggas at the show, black people, whatever, at the show and shit, and they come over to you later. Yo, you killed it. Mm. So it's like, what the fuck is wrong with, with the, my neighbor? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it's a weird shit, but it's what you go through. Mm-hmm. It's what you go through. You know what I'm saying? I guess it make you strong and determined in your vision and your uh, shit. You know what I'm saying? No, that's facts. Because most people get more love from the other cities than they do in their hometown. hometown. Like, yeah. Like, Boosie even spoke on that shit. Like, he don't be doing, like, going to Baton Rouge. Or, like, he can't live there because he gets so much hate and people right. who they want to see harm to it. It's, it's, it's a weird thing in our culture. Hatred, yeah. Yeah, you know, and then there's yeah. also the energy you put out there too, because you know a lot That's of facts. niggas downfall is stunting. That's a fact. You know what I mean? You could get it, but you don't gotta wave it in a nigga face. Yeah. But I'm not here to tell you what to do with you, what you do. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But you know what I mean? It's just no, the energy. Right. That's just I don't, I don't want to project that energy on nobody. I don't want to make nobody feel. I would want to motivate you though. Facts. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I do get it. Yeah. So what is that thin line then? Because I don't know, you know man. I'm broke. I don't know. I'm broke. I don't know. But then they got people that's gonna hate on it. So right. I don't know. I'm 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 broke. You know. I be around. I've been around. You know what I'm saying. I realized one thing. The 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 famous few famous people I've been around, they respect regular people, mm-hmm. a lot more. You know what I'm saying? Because you kind of don't want shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You ain't really coming with an intention of getting over mm-hmm. or getting some shit. So everything is like trying to benefit from that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? That's what I've learned. You know what I'm saying? Um, I had met Big when I was like about 16 years old, 17, 16 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, Notorious B.I.G. I met mm-hmm. him when I was in Alabama going to high school. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, he was at like the state fair show. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't a lot of people there, but I, I like hung out with him all, like all day and shit. At, That's fine. That's how. Yeah, what, went what, to the show, yeah. all that shit. What was that experience like? Yo, for me, I think that went set me crazy. <laughs> Being like a senior in high school, about to graduate, and my stepsister took me to the. She met him. She went to college already, so she met him at a homecoming. And so he come in town. He hit my stepsister up like, "Where the weed at?" You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And she. She came and got me and was like, yo, I'm about to give you a graduation present. And I'm like, hooping with niggas and all sweaty. <laughs> and I'm like, what you talking about? you like, you hey, about to go meet Big. Cause she already told me she met the nigga. Cause mm. I was like, where are you? you all right, let's go. Dip met this nigga at the fair. They threw a hotel party and shit later that night. The Junior Mafia was there. Clark Kent was there. Right. Um, Craig Mack was, he wasn't at the party, but Craig Mack was at the show doing the, the tour or whatever. Mm-hmm. R.I.P. Yeah, but Big Big was a funny nigga, man. It, that was the cool nigga, bro. I believe it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's hard to believe a nigga was that young, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, he was, what, 24, 25? He might have been 22, my nigga, 23. Really? Because this you is, the, this is one more chance. Yeah, we kicked it. Because he was cool with my sister. So my sister knew they was coming to town and kind of set it up for me to hang out with him all day. Yeah, that's that. You know what I'm that'll saying? do a lot for a young for a young. You know what I'm saying? That's like why I go up. with the producer, Dark Skin Jermaine, because I'm just like, <laughs> that was my nigga. You know what I mean? When right. I met that nigga, he didn't like front on me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? As a little nigga, you know what I mean? Him being up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because you just up. That's yeah, all. That's you what, really yeah. just up. You shouldn't front on niggas when you up. You know what I mean? It's just right. be like it's. I, and I just appreciated that about him. You know what I mean? Because you didn't get to where you are by fronting on niggas anyway. It was just yeah. weird because he didn't. You know what I'm saying? It's like he had to, because we was there and they had a hotel party and people mm-hmm. was there and, you know, he had people to front on them for him. But, like, yeah, he didn't front at all. He was like, yo. That's love. Yeah, it was real cool, man. The dude was hilarious, dude. Yeah, so you you spoke on, like, he was like being up, like a lot of a lot of artists, like they forget or they'd be so nearsighted, where it's like things go up and things go down, like it's a natural progression with with shit, and it's like to me, like that's a that's an energy thing, and I remember you speaking on like you just making sure you keeping the right energy around you. When, when did you 
like realize that how important that was. Man, I'll be honest with you, I just started realizing that shit. Like mm. as a whole, you know what I'm saying? Like, cause you know, it's still people that you still talk to that you just, you know, you got your some people. Well, I compartmentalize some relationships. Mm -hmm. You know, family, you can't really do that. But like with friends and associates and people who I deal with, I kind of, okay, I could deal with this nigga on a business level, but if some real shit pop off, I'm, you see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I could deal with this person on a outside of work level or whatever, but when it's time to do some business, is this the person I'm going to, Mm -hmm. So them is the kind of things I be sometimes having to ask myself, you know what I mean, when I'm, you know, moving mm -hmm. and shaking or whatever. Facts, facts. Yeah, man, because I, I see how everything is going now with just our Buffalo scene and how everything is evolving. It's it's a real, like, it's, a, it's, it's surreal, but it's also a very, like, I understand, like, it's a natural progression because we have – had so much talent for so long it had to become this like like it, it was no other option but this to manifest one. you know what i'm saying yeah it's like it's like this the second generation of the dope talent it's like you mm -hmm. know what i mean it, it's been dope talent and it is dope talent. you know for it to grow you know mm -hmm. what i mean it's like I'm I'm glad, you know what I mean? It took a long time, you know what I mean? And I kind of almost didn't think it was going to happen at all when, when, like, the early 2000s happened, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? It's just the way, the way the music switched, the frequency switched. Facts. You know what I'm saying? When the South thing took over early. Because, um, you know, Buffalo always been a boom-bap town. Like, mm -hmm. the Wu used to come here, Smith & Wesson, all those great 90s acts. They DMX. all used to, they all used to come here. You know what I'm saying? They frequent the upstate New York area. You know what I'm saying? But Buffalo, because Buffalo had the college money and shit like mm -hmm. that. Like they would all come up here and do. Because me and Reese used to open up for a lot of them shows. Mm -hmm. But um, damn, what the fuck is talking about? Oh, the Buffalo. Just like how the natural progression of it becoming to what it is now. I think it was just a build up, man. It was a build up, and it, and I think the beautiful thing about what um, Westenham got going on is like it's generations of, mm. of the of the, of the talent stacked mm. on each. You know what I mean? Because Shay was a legend mm. to me already before. You know what I mean? And it was like because Rock Bottom was just like a precursor to what Benny's doing to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, he was a, you know, a L motherfucker in Rock Bottom. I mean, Benny's is dope as fuck, and Rock Bottom is was that dope as fuck in that era. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just like, you know, having him and then, like, man, Tommy, I mean, Derringer, like, having Derringer, like, man, I remember him back in the day DJing for me at the open mic and shit, like, sneaking him in the spot, like, <laughs> telling niggas he's, don't worry about how old he is. He's my DJ. It's my, it's my man. And just like getting him in there and like to see the progression, it's it took a long time. Mm -hmm. And I think um maybe that's why it's so potent. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because you got those generations of people working together. It's not just your peers. Mm -hmm. You got an OG, you got a young buck, you got a a contemporary all together. You know what I'm saying? That's what it really took. Yeah, that, you people know. people forget that I feel like because like we when we see people like the really young rappers like let's say like a bow like when bow I was growing up or let's see for, for now it would be like I think an NBA young, NBA boy, young boy I think of people like Kodak like there are OGs behind the scenes that had to set up this structure and lay down groundwork for you to be able to be successful that young because it there's so many moving parts outside of just you rapping in front of a mic. And it took. I, I'm not gonna front, bro. It took me a long time to even understand that. You know, maybe like you know, working in this place and you know, doing this. What you know, working at Fader, doing the, you know, seeing. Okay, this is where your publicists and all that come into play. Working at Fader, getting a getting an interview. Because the thing about working at Fader, I've seen is everybody got to come to New York. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I mean, I seen Big Chop and him walk through that door with his mom and them. Just the different kind of people you that had to come to New York 
to just get they shit up. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Oh, you doing a new project? You got to come to New York. You got to go to Fader. You got to go to Billboard. Circuit. Yeah, you know, the circuit. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, just seeing that shit. You know what I mean? Um, damn, where was you talking about? It, it was we was just kind of like kicking this shit, just like the infrastructure of the the rapper and the, the industry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you really think that's, like, I think that's needed in order to sustain a success, but I don't know if that's needed in order to, like, get your name out there and get big. Like, nah, I don't, nah, like, nah, I, like nah, Kodak, nah. Kodak, I don't, I, I don't think he had no real OGs that got him into the spot he was. He was just super talented. It had, worked. It he, worked different. He, he now. had the yeah, whole. He yeah. had the formula for what it took. Mm-hmm. What is it? Five years ago, in order to get big, you gotta have talent. You gotta have the look. You gotta have guns in the videos. All that shit that people are gonna yeah. gravitate towards in order to get your name out there. Now, in order to sustain it, yeah, he needed OG. That's a different product, though. What yeah. you mean? Like we talking about like this? I guess what we talking about Buffalo hip hop per se, or the, the Griselda thing, or what? Is yeah, that but what he was saying, saying the, the fact yeah. of um, you needed. Like the OGs and or it's for that found like the OGs and the younger person you say like a contemporary and they're yeah, all coming yeah, together yeah. in order to make it. No, and I'm not saying you need so that to make it. I'm just saying I liked how that okay. how that yeah. went. You know what I'm saying? You. Nah, it's to be honest, it's different recipes for success. You right. know what I'm saying? It's like it's different recipes for rapping. It's different recipes for making beats. It's no, it's not on school for this. Well, white people trying to make school for this shit, mm. but it ain't no school for this shit. You know what I'm saying? You can't necessarily it's only one youtube university i mean you, you could go to school and get music theory but from what i understand the guys who didn't do that are better producers sure. sometimes i don't know yeah i think it's better i don't know you, you know what i'm saying you 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 live it and embody it and then like hmm maybe i'm missing something and you go back just to sharpen mm-hmm. your skills that's how that's how i kind of look at it because like I, I think of people like the jazz players the cold trains of the world louis Armstrong, like these people were in it, like playing music. That are, like that's really, really where it's at, man. Yeah, you gotta like, be out in the shit. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like that's how I met you. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Out in the shit. You know what I mean? Not feeling like oh I'm too old or too whatever to be around the youth because this it it, it it it's like yo this is where the action is. You in the action or not? Mm-hmm. Oh you ain't in the action because it's young niggas running it. What you intimidated or some shit? Like yo mm-hmm. this is where the action at? You act. You an action man, ain't you? Get in the action, nigga. This is what you do. You know what I mean? You, you Uncle Drew, nigga. You play ball, don't you? Go play ball with it. What the fuck? You know what I mean? So that's how I look at it, you know? Yeah. And the thing about it is that you bring something to the table. I think that's what allows you to not be intimidated by it because a lot of the older dudes, they don't, they didn't drop gems. They didn't lead a, a good path mm. to, to truly create. That's how I Damn. Look at it. That that's how I look at it. Like it's No, I'm just I mean, I don't know. I ain't been I wasn't around <laughs> I wasn't around the whole time, you feel I, me? But. I think about it like I always think about it like the translation of the information. Like and what I mean by that is like some old some people's OGs was slinging hand to hand and they showed they were showing people how to get money, da 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 and it was doing it like that. Translation of the information. That was, it, that's but that something. it can't trend that type of shit can't translate to modern time with Phones, cameras, everything—you can't—you can't be doing that. It's online now. Right. So it's like, did you did you give that young dude principles on how you moving and how to operate this whatever you're doing? Can that can that information translate to now? I'm getting money online. I'm doing this like here. And the OGs sometimes I feel like OGs get intimidated by that shit because they don't have information to, to truly give. It, it, I don't even think is. It, it might be intimidated, but yeah, yeah, you don't feel like an OG if you don't got the game. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But it, it's like I'm not gonna say learn the game. I guess that may not be your your that may not be your what you have to offer. Mm. Like that kind of game. If the game changed, you know what I mean? It's obviously stayed the same though. They still mm-hmm. they, they, always, they always you know what I'm saying? They updated the software and all the how they do it, but it's all still the same. Yeah, and it was so it's like you know. Um, I don't know. I, I I know older some older people get intimidated by uh, technology and shit. Some yeah. some don't. Because mm-hmm. to be honest, I was <laughs> I was at this party in uh, Canada mad years ago, man, and uh, it was mad chicks there, and we was chilling, and, and this older lady was there with like a salt and pepper afro, and she mm-hmm. was like she had to be like fifty six, seven. I don't. She was old, bro. Like. 
she just looked out of place at that party. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And she was like, what you laughing at? Like, what you know? It's like, you know what you don't think I should be here? She's like, well, first of all, this is how I stay young. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'll be around the young people. I'll be around the youth. This is what's happening. Mm-hmm. People my age not doing this. Moving you know what I mean? I got to be around what's going on. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, yeah, that's what keep you young. I was like, that makes mad sense. Fact. You know what I'm saying? 150,000, so. he famously says, it's a young man's game. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Just just in life, though, just being around mm-hmm. the youth, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just to know what's going on, you know what I mean? Know the temperature of what the people, you know what I mean? Yeah, facts. And it's like, I, I, try, I try to not take myself too serious. Also, like, that shit helped me keep me young because it's like I don't walk around with the – I'm a college graduate. I do my podcast. I'm a fucking this that titles and shit. Like nah, I'm a regular nigga. Like, right. <laughs> like I do not take myself too serious, bro. And but like with the shit I do, it, it's not a game. It's not a joke. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't, I don't wear that bad. Yeah, I don't got to carry this around all yeah. the time. Yeah, man. I definitely try to keep it regular as possible with this. I guess. I don't know. I'm I'm more on some production shit as of late. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, I just try to keep it light. Man. Facts. So like you, so once you slow slow down with the rapping, you started making beats. Well, it was like some, you know how shit be happening. This necessity and shit like. Mm-hmm. Um. So, we did. Remember that Buff Love joint mm-hmm. that like was like eight twenty eighteen one of them years. We had met this manager there or what have you. And it shit ain't necessarily go the way, you know, things wanted we wanted things to go and shit. So I had um but he had like alleviated some of the some of the workload, you know what I mean, at the time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? At the time, it felt like he was doing the shit we needed him to do. So I fell back and I was like, yo, I'm about to get on these beats. And part of it was because Reese needed beats and I felt like we needed a sound and shit. And mm-hmm. it's like we've been around too long not to really have a sound of our own. Like we like certain shit. I like more traditional shit. He like all kind of shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it really just leave an open space between me and him musically. Mm-hmm. So where we meet sometime is is fire in between, you know what I mean? Few and fire between. So I, I was like, I know what I like and I and I've been around this nigga forever, so I know what he like now. Mm-hmm. So let me fuck around. I fucked around, had the time to fuck around. And then um so by the time we fell out with the manager, I was jive aight. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And picking up little things here and there. But it was some necessity shit. You know what I'm right. saying? It never really was like I'm about to be a producer. You know what I'm saying? Niggas was fronting on the beats. So it was like, yo, I just know what I want. Mm-hmm. For you to give me the time to sit through your shit and get what I want, and you acting like you don't want me to, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'll figure it out. I'll figure, <laughs> it, out. figure it out. At least loop. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just started looping shit. It really wasn't intricate as, you know, you know, you grow mm-hmm. with shit. So it's. I'm moving along, man. I'm not like bragging like I'm like the the next nigga or no shit. But you know, mm-hmm. I'm just taking it, still having fun with it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? The rap shit was fun. It ain't as fun right now because you know we don't have the footing that mm-hmm. we need. And I felt like this will give us some footing. You know what I'm saying? Having a sound, having beats. You know what I'm saying? For him to be able to rap on, and now like a lot of people want beats. Mm-hmm. More than before, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm yeah, not really advertising on no shit like that. But, yeah, so I get that. Is there any producers that you were like looking at while you were like developing y'all song? Um, man, it's crazy, man. I always like Dilla. You know what I'm saying. All right, before the the whole thing, you know what I mean. The whole, <laughs> you know what I mean, caravan. <laughs> but um, um, Dr. Dre was always really dope to me. Uh, Warren G, if you just want to take it back, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Um, I always like Marley Marl. He did a lot of the, the, the um, cold chilling. If you notice, the cold chilling had a sound. You know what I'm saying? When I say cold chilling, I mean the the Big Daddy Kane, Biz Marquee, Craig G, Cool G Rap. They was all like a group. 
so okay. to speak. You see what I'm saying? You hear them shot yeah, it out by greats, yeah. but they was a loose group. Loosely, they was a group. Like collective? Yeah. Or an actual group? They was a collect. They was a group called the Juice Crew. Mm -hmm. So they was a group, but they never came out. I think they got a compilation, but it was never a song with all of them. But the one song was the symphony. Mm -hmm. So there you get that crew record thing mm -hmm. forming around. I'm not going to say they was the first, but the name symphony gave that kind of song a name. You know what I'm saying? When niggas like, yo, we doing a symphony joint. Mm -hmm. That means it's a couple niggas on this joint. Word. You know what I'm saying? That's, That's why right. niggas used to talk back in the day. Yo, we doing the symphony. So it was symphony before before it was turned to posse cut. The way I heard it back in the yeah. day, we used to when we was rapping back in the day, niggas be like, "Yo, we doing a little symphony joint." Got four five. Got this dude. This dude. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Just the yeah. term came. That's a fact, and it, I feel like it, it had to be. I like that word because it it it, it, it kind of exactly what it was because you had to have those guys in the studio. It wasn't just like, yo, let me send you this email, send in the vocals. Like, no, like, we all got to kind of link up to make this happen. We all have to work together. Like a symphony type shit. Yeah, Marley Mile. Um, I like Primo. I like all, the, you know, the, the, the staple guys. Mad Lib is always dope. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he, he's... Been dope. Crazy. Um, <laughs> I mean, I, I like what Tommy, I like what Derringer does. You know what I'm saying? I, I like... get Derringer on here. Um, I like uh, who else I like. I loved what Shay do. I like you know I like our sound because it's our sound. Yeah. We never really. That's where I really you know I feel like the Griselda thing is like a win for the older niggas too because that's the sound that a lot of older niggas never wavered from. Mm -hmm. As far as Buffalo, you know what I mean. A lot of older dudes never got into this trap shit or like this or whatever you know the drill and mm -hmm. the variations. Niggas never was. Cause this was like a region, like that's a regional sound, Chicago, Atlanta. Mm -hmm. That's is ours. This is ours. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And you know when you're young, you gonna ride the fads and shit. But you now we now they've proven mm -hmm. that this is what we do up here. Facts. You know what I'm saying? So. And they, when people come, they looking for that sound too. Yeah, and like, I really, I could really appreciate it. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like I could really appreciate that shit for what they did for, for the the culture and for the town. Just because this is what we do up here, mm -hmm. and to see the younger guys who do it too is like, damn. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Who y'all? Who's y'all influences? You know what I'm saying? When I see mm -hmm. when I meet the younger rappers that rap boom bap do this shit, I be like, damn. Well, who the fuck was y'all listening to? You know what I'm saying? They was digging in the crates. Cause the thing about this rap is. It's all influential. Very. So, like, this whole era to me is Ghostface. Like, everything that's going on, Ghostface influenced all of this. This resurgence of this, mm. this rapping with no drums, this, this Ghostface does all this shit. All of it. The flashy. The... All of it. Mm -hmm. And that's a beautiful thing. You know what I'm saying? It's all an influence. You know what I'm Thanks. saying? It's beautiful. You know what I'm saying? When, when it's respect and it's done the right you know what i'm mm -hmm. saying yeah well, all the all the whole rap thing is because ghostface is influenced by slick rick and like you know what i'm yeah. saying like it's all beautiful man you know what i'm saying hell yeah i my only concern that i i be having sometimes is like will will we ever get like kind of just like a new fresh perspective you got you get it you get it i mean in this in the boom bap shit or just in general in general, because you hear a lot, like we like you hear a lot of copy sound. copy yeah. stuff. A lot after. of copycats, regionals. People try to take, like I say, the last time I like a real sound, I feel like was from a certain region, like that Detroit shit. That's probably like the most recent. Like they have a specific mm -hmm. style, right? How they do shit. You mean? Oh, you mean the the the, the scam rap? Scam rap, just like the and the Dilla like, shit like was a kind sound. of like they yeah. rapping off beat kind of yeah that yeah 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 they they mm -hmm. created that that's their shit yeah yeah and, and what was you saying though what was the yeah it was I, I was just like just trying to just bring attention to it because it's like I want to I always be asking myself like how how can hip hop and how can rap music take it further what's the next step because it's mm. like it's so mainstream right now super popularized it's it's without a question and it's like we all, our culture is like, this is us. Like hip hop is our culture. And it's like, okay, but what's the next, 
what's it how do we take it to the next step versus you mean you mean like like music wise like why what yeah music music wise shit i don't know i think oh my bad i didn't mean to cut you off no 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 i I, because i'm i'm real just big on like foresight to see where shit is going i feel like i feel like this i feel like the rap thing i feel like everybody gets it now that's what i like about the rappers that started like when i started like okay in the 90s you know what i mean the late 90s or whatever till now you know what i'm saying like the progression i like the progression that y'all the shit it took us we had to bump our head to find out y'all already know it mm. so we jive Fuck the age thing. We drive be on the same level with the hip hop shit. That's where I feel like we got the power that niggas is really sleeping on. That a nigga 50 years old could be around a nigga that's 19 and still speak the same language, mm-hmm. so to speak. You know what I'm saying? That is power in that. Facts. You know what I mean? That's what get left on the table from the men to the women, everything. Like this whole generation lost out here that we ain't. You know what I'm saying? Being accountable for. Yeah. But we got this powerful shit we listen, fuck with every day as a lifestyle. And we don't even reach out to our, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Our our counterparts, our peers, our, you know what I mean? So that's, I think that need to change. But you ask where it need to go or what's next, yeah. right? I think what's that next, and the reason why I said that is, is a, a lot of cats, it's not so much about the rap anymore. Mm-hmm. They want to make a business out of it, mm-hmm. and they and they are understanding that. Mm-hmm. I think I think a lot of the cats in rap now, a lot of the young guys are being business minded. They're trying to make money. They are not just trying to be seen. As much as these things are here for niggas to be seen these days, and you know what I mean, it's it's all about being seen and having content and shit. I think a lot of the guys who get into this shit from the streets, especially have a plan to mm-hmm. get the fuck out of that shit and use this shit to really get up out of it. Cause they seeing too many examples of it. Facts. So that's a business mind. Mm-hmm. That's determination. And I, and, and once you in the game, all you got to do is put out a product. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I feel like a lot of these guys, young, younger guys that's doing the music is progressing into straight businessmen yeah. before they even turn 30. That you know what I'm saying? Sense. Like, Fuck that getting uh, ripped off by the label shit anymore. No, nah, nigga, I'm popping and I got yeah. merch or, or whatever the fuck they, you know, niggas mm-hmm. sell anything now. You know what I'm saying? I think a lot of these young niggas are smart enough to see that now. That, yo, we don't need the label. We don't. Uh, it's a lot of that ain't. Mm-hmm. But, you know, with anything, it's a shakedown. It's a filter. And the real ones still be there mm-hmm. when the shit happens. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so I look at like YB and Corday. I see him and I see his evolution just with from being in a group, rap group, kind of not know we just spitting to the point where it's like, okay, I'm my own entity. Yeah, I'm like, I'm creating good and music. Then. And it's like, he he had to drink with uh, Earn Your Leisure. Earn Your Leisure podcast. He was talking about that shit. When, when the industry dried up, he said, shit, I got right in the investments. I got right in the stocks. I had to do that. Da, 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 da. And he's like, I flipped my money so many times. I said, shit, I, I need to make a label. <laughs> like, and he, he, progressing he's young like, yeah i think uh, i think 20, the information 20, 20. is out here i think because we was ambitious and and we just didn't have the information mm-hmm. back in the day you know what i'm saying we used to street corner philosophize about <laughs> plenty of things that we wanted to do and couldn't we we ain't had the resources we ain't had things so excited really just the information man I, I really could just say that you know what i mean just the things that i know now from experience but also just having accessible information you know what I'm saying? Was 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 five percenters in Buffalo at any point in time? Like where they had like a? It was a few because you know Buffalo kind of got a lot of jail niggas mm-hmm. by being that upstate shit. You know it was like that situation. Uh, I never I never knew one like personally, but I know it was a few around. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When that Wu Tang era was around. Yeah. yeah you know what I'm saying? Yeah, because that's that's when I think of people like talking about dropping knowledge and putting it into music and all this like five percenters was around there like uh who else it's like the the clicks of people who would just be like uh like van Bada, his crew and all of that uh, that's 
information was important to be passed through the music and all that shit. So, yeah, niggas is smart now, man. Niggas, and they doing shit. That's that's really why I be around the young niggas. I'm like, yo, y'all really, really doing this shit. Like, on a, you know what I mean? It may not be like, y'all niggas ain't on, but y'all doing it on the level it need to be done. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm like, you know what I mean? I be around uh, the shack, mm-hmm. looking at that operation like, yo, y'all, mm-hmm. shit is happening. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's like... I want them boys to land, I feel like the younger generation, they laying the groundwork early before they mm-hmm. even get to the point. Like it's just better, day. man. The information is laid there. Mm-hmm. It's like y'all, it's like. Information way more accessible. And then y'all done seen it now. Now y'all generation was able, by, by the internet and all that, a lot of people done got called out and all shit. So you start to get that information earlier than mm-hmm. you would, you know what I mean, in the 90s and shit. You know what I'm saying? Niggas wasn't reading newspapers in the 90s. Bro. Like, <laughs> nah, not like that. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Not niggas that's trying to be. Rappers and street niggas and all that kind of shit. Like I don't feel like they was, but nah, no, that's real. You know what I mean? The, the the information is just so much more accessible now, and you could do a lot of shit yourself. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But you still need that team. You know? Yeah. You still need yeah, that building team. Building teams is key. Yeah, because I know I, I my the shit I was doing to it went completely to the next level once I started working with others and getting the shit right. Right. Shit, we just try to keep a strong team. Like us three, we we got two other people out here with us, but we we get it done. Like it's it, we we just committed, just committed to like consistency, and that, like that, that's that's how I feel like we even able got to the position we in now. Oh yeah, consistency is key now. That's really all you got to do. Mm-hmm. It's just no matter what, do the shit. Yeah, and that's that's what I that's what I be like telling my brother. It's like, yo, all you gotta do is just don't stop. Like the only difference between people who failed and people successful is stop. successful niggas never stop. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, shit, I had shit. to I had to switch my mindset to be honest. You were just about to say what I was thinking. Yeah, Nip talked about that heavy. Nah, it's just I don't know. For me, like things been going better. Than it was, but it's just, I switched up though. I, you know, I was doing some shit that I felt, you know, what I mean, I don't know. Like the rap shit was fun, but like I approach it different. Like I approach that shit from like a some funny shit. You know what I'm saying? I don't really approach it on some uh, rap supremacy and shit. You know what I'm saying? I approach that shit on like you know some cynical shit. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, the song I had did. Um, when we went out to the bay, uh, bulletproof snack back. So that's like that's a it's like niggas is getting shot so bad, you know what I mean? Niggas need a bulletproof snap back, you know what I'm saying? That's mm-hmm. the joke. Mm-hmm. But the joke inspired the fucking song. Mm-hmm. So the song is dope as fuck, but it's just like that's how I come at shit, you know what I'm saying? I don't really I don't know. It's not that I don't, I don't. Is that how you are with just life? You try and find the humor and shit. Yeah, cause shit be real, and mm-hmm. it's like you have to cope with that shit and get. You have to get up. Yeah, you got bust in the face, but you better get up, bro, cause it's like mad. Uh, it's cars coming. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's that real that you kind of just gotta figure a way to deal with that shit for the moment and and do it. it just as a man and shit, like. So yeah, yeah. Like what what would be what would be your your advice to uh, a kid, 18, fresh out of high school, they say, yo, I want to get into this rap shit. Oh, don't say that. Man. <laughs> <laughs> don't say that. Man, that's tough, bro. Because it's like, you don't, it's, that's a deep-ass question, man. Because, you know, motherfuckers don't be living their dreams. They be living what they think is you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Some shit that look nice. You know what I'm saying? There's sometimes it don't really be. You gotta keep them comfortable. Yeah, it don't really be the dream. You know, motherfuckers get into things sometimes just to do them. They don't really be wholeheartedly. Sometimes they do, but then they may not be be talented. But you, you gotta be able to see where your strengths is and shit. You know what I'm saying? Every nigga's not the rapper. Mm-hmm. Every nigga's not the the producer. You might be a great fucking manager you know what I'm saying like you just gotta I, I guess advice for an 18 year old kid want to get into this don't 
don't don't close the door on rap on just rap. Mm. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Because you you might get out here and things might go good for you, and you might think it's for you. You know what I mean? And it's just like I'm not telling you to give up. I'm just telling you, it's 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 different facets of of the of the game of of the industry. Mm-hmm. It's not just rap. You know what I'm saying? And you could get things popping quicker. To me, it seemed like if you don't have no money <laughs> to to get something, to be the nigga with something instead of the nigga mm-hmm. asking for something. I feel like when I rap. I'm always like not asking niggas for something, but you always had another nigga mercy, so to speak. Like you go on tour, you gotta hope this nigga gonna give you the money and ain't gonna be no problem. You ain't gonna have to want to do something. You know what I mean? Like I don't like that shit to be honest with you. You know what I mean? Like that to be at another motherfucker's mercy yeah, beckoning. Like yo, yo, we only got. I've had it happen a few times where I was about to put hands on a promoter once, man. You know what I mean? And Reese was like, man, come on, man. Because he was playing games, man. He tried to offer me weed after and shit. Oh, like, yeah. well, come on, man. We we want our money. And, you know, it was New York, so you had to have that rent. It was yeah. a serious time and shit. But, like, yeah, you know, it's just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just kind of figure out what your strengths and weaknesses are. Yeah, yeah, man. You just, you just really. That's what I would tell a young motherfucker these days. Like, man, don't don't just don't just put it in rap, man. You might be a dope producer. You might be a dope manager. You might be a dope merch. You might be dope at making clothes, merch. You know what I mean? A lot of niggas is fly, but really can't rap. They mm-hmm. just want to be fly. Make some merch for your man. Yeah. You know, and and don't be afraid to play another position. Fact. You know what I'm saying? To get to get to where you want to go. Yeah. Don't. Don't get in your own way, man. Yeah, you know, you never you never know though. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I can't shit on a kid's dreams if he wanna rap, you know what I'm saying? But everybody wanna rap. You know what I'm saying? Um or wanted to at some point. Yeah, yeah. At least. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it's you know I don't know, man. This rap shit is funny, man. You know? <laughs> it's a it's a it's a it's a, I call it, it's a light show. It's a light show. It's a lot of smoking mirrors. Me being such a like a, a regular guy, I don't. It's I can't do it that like to that in that way because mm-hmm. you know. Nah, I feel you on that. It's funny. Um, what else? Yo, I just heard a, a job. I think I just heard my first placement. Oh, it's where? Out, yeah. So I did a joint for L Biz and Jamal Gasol. Okay, where? Yeah, that shit is hard. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it's not ready, but it's like I heard it last night. So I'm like, mm. that's, that's dope. That's hard. That's fire. That's fire. Like, you know, it's about to come out. You know, uh, other shit is coming, but mm-hmm. I think that's on the way quick. You know what I'm saying? Facts. So. If people wanted to tap in with you, how how they get in touch with you? How would they reach um, out? I mean, I guess just hit me on the gram and shit for right now, you know, while I'm around. I mean, um... I'm around for right now, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, it's nothing exclusive going on yet. Yeah, what's so the tag? Uh, dark Skin Jermaine, the real Dark Skin Jermaine. Bet, bet. You know what I'm saying? Hell um, yeah. He shot beats. If you need shit, if you need a, a just gem, somebody in your ear that's seen it, done it, man, man to talk to right here. Yeah, yeah, you know, I mean, you know, I ain't trying to be a consultant and shit, you know what I mean? I just I just know my life, you know what I mean? I can't tell niggas what to do. I just tell you, tell you like, yo, I did, I did this. Yeah, mm-hmm. you could just give them advice that's, from your experience. Yeah, that's why I don't try to do that, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, man. Damn, what else? That's fire. That's fire. What else I got working? I'm working on a project with uh with Gaines and Skate and um shit, it's a bunch of more. It's called the Others. Mm. This shit, this shit gonna be hot. Mm-hmm. Okay. I can tell. I can um, tell just by the name of who on it. Yeah, it's gonna I be. It. I like it's, that. It's me, Reese, Gaines, Skate, uh, the Rodigies, Miserable Genius, and Naftali. Okay. Yeah. Dope. Like it's it's a couple it's a couple different songs. So yeah, I just we just like working on that joint. And then, you know, I got the shit working with Travis and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, I got a, what else I'm working on? I got a, I got a dope project with Reese, too. 
that's about to, you know, it's ready. We just, just yeah, right waiting time. to put it the right, yeah, put the right time out. You know what I mean? Put it out on the right time and shit. Bet. Um. So far, you know what I mean? That's just what's. Yeah. I got some shit with some more shit with Elbiz too. He he cooking out here. Yeah, I see. We've been he cooking seen him out. You gotta get him up here, man. He cooking, man. Sure. That's the only reason I was like, yo, fuck with him, cause he really cooking out mm. here. Like, he got a new feature like every other day. I'm like, yeah, he been grinding. <laughs> like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, I ain't like I said, I ain't exclusive. You know what I mean? You want some beats? Matter of fact, I got shit up on SoundCloud. If you want to check it out and shit. But um, yeah, I ain't exclusive. You know what I mean? Bet. Bet. Oh yeah, you heard it here first. Appreciate you pulling up, bro. Yeah, yeah, man. Hell yeah. No label to pop. We out. Peace. Peace. Peace.